And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals on this beautiful, sunny July 4th that we record this on. Hey, man, listen, who said we don't work on holidays? You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> who says this might be time and a half? You know what I'm saying? It might be. Um, giving us time and a half of this. When's, it, when's the last time you worked on a holiday? Oh, my God um it's been about four years five four or five years wow what holiday was it shit you know i don't even remember was it um had to be like a columbus day or something like my job now gives us every holiday off like every oh that's good like they couldn't wait for the juneteenth to be a holiday they were like yeah nigga let's go like the that break between february and may when there's really no holidays is a lot so any summer holiday is welcome, to be honest with you. I can't remember the last time I worked on a holiday. Um, some, I know some people that worked on Juneteenth. I ain't going to say nothing, though. I mean, not I. Not I said the cat. Like, literally, they, they my job, they're like, have stuff. We have, like, a tracker and stuff to follow, like, all of our projects and stuff. And it was like, I, I was like, listen, I don't know what y'all doing on that day. <laughs> it's not going to be me. So y'all better skip or figure out a day, add it somewhere, subtract it somewhere. Something of rather. Um, I don't think I've ever worked on a holiday, but I haven't had many jobs, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's interesting. Um, nonetheless, July 4th, we're here. Um, just torrential downpour that it's, just happened in the city. <laughs> it's a strange July 4th because I'm actually off for the whole week. And they're funny, like my job's funny because they just so happen to be like, oh, well, you know, July 4th just happens to be on your week off. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm gonna take some extra days. Thanks. Yeah, I might take another day. Yo, listen, you know what I was in my back of my brain? I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Like, I was like, yo, we probably should have done this like live. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine we could have done this, like, legitimately, like, just throw out a link, throw out a YouTube link, um, and just be like, live. yo, just, li- yeah, we live, listen to us, you know? 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Like, I don't know. Hmm. We have done. I mean, we're definitely not going to play Fight Forever like uh, Cyrus and Quan did. We're not doing that. No, no. But they have, uh, we're going to drop official content for that since they did play it over the weekend. It's going to go up on the Patreon. And then I'm pretty sure you're going to get a formal review <laughs> at some point <laughs> during this week um, about that game. But yeah, nah, couldn't be me. Um, did you watch the stream? Did it? I didn't watch the stream. I have no listen. Twitter. Let's get in. Let's start there, right? Yeah, let's start there. <laughs> They've essentially, because of various reasons, and I guess because um, Elon Musk didn't want to re up his Google contract. They've uh, they've they they throttled people down. To at first 600 tweets that you're able to see per day, which is another level of ghetto. It's and like, the, and the thing is about this whole limit thing is that it seems to be off right now. It seems to not be a thing. I, I don't even want to try it out because to be honest with you, I like looking at Twitter to waste time. <laughs> and I don't want to, when I hit my rate exceeded limit, like over the weekend, mad times, I was like, this is so like who? And so I was just in the discord talking about money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I mean, but I, I it, go ahead everything is ghetto I, I think that's really the, the the longest short of it is that everything is fucking ghetto this country's ghetto yeah. or taking away affirmative action and you know banning you know uh or, or allowing people to discriminate based on your your sexual preference you know where you work at or, or the job don't don't forget the loans loans is, that's ghetto too the loan shit is ghetto um and then to to add on to the ghetto week last week was the Twitter shit, and I, I just think it last week we need to do better this week than, than we did yeah. last. Week. <laughs> like that was just so fucking ghetto, bro. Like I cannot believe back to back like punches to the stomach last week. 
And for, you know, everyone who works in social, it's like, so what? <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I work, you know, very closely in social and we've had to change up strategies every single month because of things that they do. And now the tweet deck thing where you can use tweet deck again, but you got to be verified after 30 days. Or you can't use it no more. Uh, the rate limit, which, again, it seems to be off, but it's not like our, you know, it, it hurts companies and their um, their fans or their followers and their potential to see the things that you do. So yeah. you expect a hit literally from a lot of different um, a lot of different social accounts. You can expect a hit to your engagements, your impressions this week because he did that. It's all ghetto. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm I'm here. I, don't get me wrong. Like, because I have you know continuing access to Twitter, I use it quite frequently. But if I don't, I'm not going to really use it. So, like, this week, I've just been like, all right, let me do something else. Like, let me go work out. Let me go watch the bear. Let me go, um, you know, just do something else. And, like, yeah, I don't know, man. This shit is ghetto, bro. Like, this is where conversation happens. And it feels like just, yeah, just so much ghetto shit has been happening over the last number of weeks. So Have you, have you gone to um to Spill? <laughs> so, let me, let me talk about my experience with Spill. So, my homeboy... Um, I'm, I'm gonna say his name. My homeboy Dante. You know Dante, right? Yeah, I know Dante. Yeah, yeah. So Dante, who has like he is a he's done some great like work over the last. I have to give him a shout out because he has this platform on um, Instagram called Yams Playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and within like six months, I think he has over a hundred k followers on that thing. And it's like it promotes like R&B and all this other stuff like that. And so but he um he said his uh one of the people that he was like talking to and stuff like that, they have this beta for this new um, platform called Spill. And I was like, oh, OK, like, yeah, send me and, you know, tell him to send me a thing. I'll try it out. And I didn't try it out for like a month. <laughs> like they sent me the email and then actually one of the um one of the when I guess I like the creators or founders of spill hit me up in my DMS, like maybe like a month ago, um, was like, Hey, notice you haven't really been using it. Are you still interested in trying to beta? And I was like, you know, I'll try the beta. Um, so I did all the stuff, you know, got, got to log in, looked around, see what was there. And to be honest with you, um, just kind of from the look of it, I was like, Oh, this is still very unfinished. Like, <laughs> Like very unfinished. Um, Impressive. Also, let me tell you, I got on there for five American minutes. <laughs> had no clue what the fuck to do. This slot, like the way you scroll down and up, is just unintuitive. Like if I was older, I would definitely not know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's just definitely weird how they set everything up. I don't like why. What's wrong with just having followers and follows? Why I gotta be? Why I gotta be serving? servers and tea i was like yeah this is kind of a lot like just and and that's kind of what i mean from the the aspect of like it's like very unfinished right like even to me even the colors right there's a science to colors and there's a science to like the effect it has on a person mm-hmm. um when you start scrolling past stuff and yeah, I mean the colors are very ba- it's very Roy G Biv, you know what I'm saying? It's giving very basic. And I'm not saying that the app is basic, but I'm just saying like it's very unfinished to this point and um it's cool that people have found something else to hop on, but like I said, like in moments of crisis, like another app popping up, we've seen this before where everything is awry, we all you know, move to another app and begin using it. And then when things are back to normal, we get the right the fuck back off. <laughs> yeah. I, and and not only that, but it's not, you don't need a Twitter killer because there never, there will never be a Twitter killer. There will never be, because the, the moments in time that we're li- that are on Twitter, they still live on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still there, you know, until that site goes down, but they're still there through, through um, screenshot form or uh, what's that meme form or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, whatever what have you. Um, it's just tough to replace those feelings and, you know, replace all of that stuff because it is, it's, it is lost in time or not lost in time, but, but kind of remained in time. And um, when, when you have something like spill to me, 
it does seem derivative of a lot of different experiences. Like, did you like Tumblr? Well, we got that look for you. We got the big pictures for you. Did you like Instagram? Well, we got the inline, you know, graphics and stuff for you, for you. Do you like hashtags? That's all there for you right in the bottom. Do you like Twitter? You can still leave things. Do you like retweeting? It's like, you, we need a whole new experience, not, not a remix of experiences right. that we already have. And I, I just think as, as you know, designers and, and people like me and you who work in content, no company's going for that. The reason why TikTok is so is so intuitive and so fun is because it's so simple. You know, in the outset, you know, they people have, people are making whole fucking movies on TikTok now. But the reason why companies are, are trying to find a common ground here is because people are there. It's ha- it's hip. It's happening, and it's also an experience like unlike anything you've ever seen. And that's why everyone's copying it. That's why Instagram's absolutely. copying it. That's what everyone's right. doing. No, absolutely. And uh, you know, I I don't want to completely like bash whoever kind of created this thing oh i do um, because we, we didn't get to the, the we didn't get to this, the next part of this whole story right okay go ahead people thought this was a black app and the and the, the creator of the app came down and said nah 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 this ain't a black app and i'm like but what you mean is it not a black app you're using spilling and serving using all of our fucking slang on it yeah that's not a to be honest with you i thought about like I legitimately thought, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a black app. And then I was like, they probably won't make that much money in it being just a black app, though. Um, because realistically, like, you don't create apps for, like, sec- you know, secluded <laughs> groups. You create it for kind of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has to be able to use it in some sort of instance. That's how the most popular apps kind of, like, are built, or at least companies and services and all this other stuff like that. Um, so the fact he says it's not is hilarious. Um, I get why you would say that, but I also, (laughs) yeah, nah, it looks completely like you open it and it's like, this is what this app looks like. And it's like the painting of like, what the fuck was it? Um, I forget. The good times painting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like all this other stuff like that. So it's like, you know. I have no qualms against, I mean, creating a new social media app is hard, but um, it does require a lot of work. And I think the beta being, um, it being pushed out and it's like still this beta stage that is very, very early to me isn't, it it adds into your, um, your shelf life, like a lot. No, like definitely. I, I, and I mean, I'm all for Twitter being destroyed. I'm I'm all for all of wrestling Twitter essentially to be right <laughs> at all times because some of the takes that we've seen over the past couple of days that we're going to get into a little bit later. But um, right. I, I I just think that when it comes down to it, it's not a bad thing that we don't have a Twitter competitor. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad thing because it's not on us to create this thing. It is on you know, it is on someone else to do do so, but it's also up to these companies like Twitter and like Instagram to give us what we want. You know what I mean? Like they have to give us what we want. Like it's a shit show, but it's also like it it, it is affecting creators' pockets. And I will say that that's the worst. That's the worst part about it is that creators having to change up everything every time they do something different. You know what I mean? Like it it it, it does suck. But you know, another thing people were mad at Spill about was that they said no porn. <laughs> uh. Why is this Again, thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Like, no self-respecting. I mean, yeah. Nah, it's just not going to happen, Captain. I mean, it's not really allowed on Twitter either, but Twitter doesn't, like, police it to the extent that, like... Mm-hmm. Remember when Tumblr did it? And then everyone's like, I guess we're off Tumblr. <laughs> it drove, but it was like, yo, there's so many ways to find porn, bro. Like... Yeah. That's, what's, yeah. What's the deal? What 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 is the thing with porn on Tumblr? I didn't even really I wasn't even really on a porn wave on Tumblr. I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, it was yeah. It's a it's a pretty big <laughs> like artistic. It's like various genres. Yeah, of it, it was like the old it was like the old like I, I know people were we're completely off track here, but it was like the old gifts of like very slow like moving gifts of like uh orifices, right? Like that that yeah. was like, yeah you know you can get artistic with it you can get raw with it you can get there's a lot of ways to go about it they it it, tumblr invented no i don't want to say invented genres because it's definitely existed beforehand but um definitely put it in a light that i rarely ever saw before but um yeah that's kind of weird 
<laughs> That's yeah. kind of weird. I'm Tumblr strange. Tumblr strange. Like I, I just know that people were definitely upset at Spill because they said, "Oh, this ain't porn." I'm like, "Why is that your that? Why is that your kickoff and not the spilling and serving?" Because when I saw that shit, I was like, <laughs> "When you followed me on on that, because I was like, how do I search people that I know?" And then you followed me, and then I went back on the app, and I saw that my my spilling was one, and I was like, yeah. "I was like, no, hold on, no." No, this isn't right. This isn't this isn't what they do here, right? And okay, wait, 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 stop, stop. Hold on. So I just opened the app again, right? Yeah. It says new version available on T A U N T E A. Um, says it's time for an app update, and you know, on T always knows best. Oh, on T, on T, yeah. <sighs> Not black app though. That's nasty. It also says what's T when you think that. Like, I don't know. This is very, you know, this is a black app. At least Spill. a very gay one. Spill. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it is, but it's like, look, I, I don't know, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm seeing some things on here. Hold on. She only serving two, bro. I can't follow. She only serving two. <laughs> she only serving two. Uh, uh we get them next time. She only serving. Um. Two. <laughs> yeah, nah. This is. Yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah I don't want to do this app anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not right now. Like, not. Nah, it's it's kind of like to net. I gotta like to me. My eyes work in a certain way, and like if I can notice that it's not arrange perfectly then it's a perfect app i might fuck with this for a second i see a lot of people following me shout out to dom shout out to x uh x is the one who gave me the the um the code by the way oh word so, and for giving me the code i see armand on here but armand's on everything armand's a little he, look, look at it look at armand's shit i want vibe magazine nigga i slide this shit out your ass boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm vibe magazine i'm vibe magazine nigga i'm vibe magazine nigga Anyway, hey man, shout out to him and his interviews that he does, bringing wrestling to five. Did you did you hear? If you guys haven't heard or seen his uh, L.A. Night joint, that joint's hard. He he did his thing. I agree. I agree. He did. Um, if only L.A. Night could come on this show. <laughs> but we gonna talk about L.A. Night. We gonna talk yeah, a little bit about L.A. Night. All about Mister Yeah on the show. But we want to get to Patreon because we got a really special my favorite, one of my favorite the Dream songs from Love versus Money. By the way. Oh, uh, Mr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can we do a remix of the dreams, Mr. Yeah, with yeah. all of LA Night? <laughs> we might. We might. Mr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Either A plus or Johnny Barnes is going to do it. I know it. <laughs> I said, hey, listen. These ideas don't come for free, baby. You feel me? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right. Let's go to Patreon. We're, we're going to be talking about on Patreon today um, our top 10 wrestlers of the year so far. And I don't know if we're debating it, but I think it's still going to be quite a debate. <laughs> I, I feel like, all right, you know what? Let's just get into it because, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right we'll be right back on the A Show with No Holds Barred for non-patrons, but for uh, patrons, sit tight and we'll be right back uh, with this with this segment. All right, we're back. Good lord, we just cut a whole other podcast on the on the Patreon feed. So if you don't, if you're not on Patreon, then you're you're missing out on our. Time. I would I would highly recommend. It, it, listen, it's five dollars. All right, I would highly recommend. I mean, it's. I would recommend you pay twenty just so you get the Discord con- conversation as well. Listen, Discord. First of all, Discord when NXT is airing is unmatched. To be honest with you, it's the most unhinged that there is. And then Justin has to come in all afterwards. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I would pay the 20. But if you really want to hear this thing, the five is a whole other podcast of us talk about the top 10 wrestling wide man, woman, WWE, NXT, AEW. That's probably it though. Not ROH, but um, <laughs> everybody gets a rub on this one. 
Um, so definitely, yeah, stay tuned and, and, and subscribe patreon.com backslash DHORNC. Yes, and now we're going to get into some no holds bar. Very, very light week. Can you believe it? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, it's been like everyone's been behaving themselves. I'm waiting for the next controversy. The next, uh, I'm not, next no, to fall. no, 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 no punk, no punk controversy. No, no, I'm, I'm glad that they're, I'm glad they're silent, relatively silent lately. Let, let's okay. just keep, let's keep it at that. Um, right. did, you didn't finish the idol, did you? You weren't watching it at all, were you? I was not watching it at all, even more so now. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. So, uh, Hey man, did you hear that Trench from the Mogul Affiliates was let go from All Elite Wrestling? Damn. Damn. They could have used them better. There's a nigga like Kui Kui from Moby Dick? Like, <laughs> like, bruh, like what? Like, relax. Trent should, let you, know. Trent should let you know that Swerve ain't about us, bruh. He, he really not about I'm sure he the one who let him go. He's like, listen, this shit ain't working. This shit ain't working at all. But listen, I don't know when. When's the other guy gonna be let go? Baby Brock. Oh, I don't know. He's still, he's still there though. He's still there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, should I get into the six matches that are uh, uh that are kind of assumed they're they're gonna, that are gonna be a SummerSlam, or should we just get into summer? Uh, let's get into Money in the Bank and then kind of find our way there. Let's. Let's get in the money in the bank. Let's find our way there. We've already recorded for very, very long. I'm telling you, get that Patreon. I'm telling you. It's it's everything that you needed and then some. But I feel like we can find our way there. Okay. okay. Let's, let's find our way there. Money in the bank from the O2 Arena in London. What do you think? Another about one. Another, Another one. one. <laughs> Another one. That's what I think. There's nothing bad on this card. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm looking at the card. I'm like, ain't, ain't, ain't no misses here, bro. I'm, I'm just gonna be real with you, bro. Ain't, ain't no misses here. And even, the, even the miss that you could say was a miss that was necessary to get somebody on the card. And I think that's the Cody Rhodes match. I think you just had to get him on that card, and that's why you but, had that match. You know, what's crazy. The most critique I've seen by any match on this card has been the main event. Um, really? oh, see, look, see, there you go. Hey, mm-hmm. man. Listen, if you paid the five, you ain't getting no police sirens, baby. <laughs> that's that's our ad. free. That's yeah. our ad. The main um, event, I guess let's get into it. The main event. Let's start with let's start with it then. I heard so I was listening to, of course, you know, they own my YouTube thing. So I'll I'll, I'll click on an Alvarez and, and uh Meltzer thing. Their critique of this match was everything. The only part that really mattered and was great was the last five minutes of this match. And I retort that by saying, you just had money in the bank ladder matches, Mm -hmm. and then you also had the World Heavyweight Championship match. I think, well, absolutely. I think the first part of this match was absolutely they knew they were giving them plus 30 they knew they was giving them all the other stuff it's, it's roman reigns roman reigns gets 30 minutes on smackdown much less a fucking pay-per-view um the psychology in my opinion is you cool the crowd back down so something like what happened at forbidden door <laughs> doesn't happen here where they was ready to go pee by the time Brian <laughs> Darrison hit that hit, hit, you know what I'm saying? Like they they was tired. They were tired. Yeah. So I think the first match, I'm giving, you know, people say, oh, you got but I think because I've seen this happen before and I've seen wrestlers say this before. Like realistically, like the good ones, and I'm more referencing like Eddie Guerrero, because Eddie Guerrero was the first person I ever heard that actually did this. They you slow down the match on purpose, especially in the beginning, to kind of like get the crowd, settle back the crowd, because you're gonna take them back up again. And you can't necessarily do that if you're at the top of the fucking roller coaster still. Um there's nowhere to go but up after that. It's only down. So that's my only critique, but whew, man, this main event. I, and also, all Roman Reigns matches are like this. Yeah, I agree. All of Roman Reigns matches start off slow, and then they 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 do the Gaga and all that shit at the end. Like we we know what's happening, but we're down to get on the roller coaster every single time. 
I'm down listening to fucking Marvel versus Capcom finishers and shit. Like nigga, they were going, they were going ham sandwich, bro. I saw a double spear. I saw a spear and a spike. And this <laughs> and the psychology worked in that the question is, can Solo and, and Roman beat the greatest tag team of all time? That is the story. And the and 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 the answer, you know, we got the answer here, but it was also you keep the heat on on Jimmy because Jay is the one that that you're kind of willing to to wait and see if what he's gonna do. And, and how he's gonna how he's gonna gonna deal with that? And man, didn't you just miss Babyface Usos like a Babyface Usos match? We have not the had super that kick, the super time. kicks hit different when they're when they're baby faces. Yeah, they, they, it's a lot. It's a little spicier. It's a little spicier. You know what I'm saying? When 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 it's the it's the Babyface Usos, they come out different. They come out dancing to the music now. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they like it's just the the swagger is different, and I, and that's what I enjoyed the most about. You know, seeing all this stuff was that like, yo, this was some of the damnedest babyface work that they've, that they've ever done, and it looked like they missed doing that shit because they were just into it. Roman Reigns' first pinfall defeat since December two thousand and nineteen—that's mm-hmm. a long ass fucking time. Yeah, that's and a story. It's a Jay Uso. WWE has done what I complained about because when we did this podcast three fucking years ago. They have done, or they're about to do something that um, they never really do, and that's a complete circle to end the story. Mm-hmm. Usually, Vince McMahon, his kind of mindset was like, "We're making weekly television. If it has to go up, down, back up, down, left, right, and then it might take a turn." The circle never really completed. <laughs> I don't think the Usos win this if Vince is doing is doing creative. No, not at all. I don't even know if we get here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know if we get here to this point. Um, but or if we do, it's gonna take it, it, Roman and Heyman and the Usos are gonna are gonna do it kicking and screaming. They're gonna make them do it because I yeah. I think they, they have a level of control over what they do. So yeah, right. I just you know, I say this the the moment was special. The moment I couldn't believe it. It was completely shocking, and now it's leading to. A SummerSlam match between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the circle thing coming to a close. That's where it started to now where it ends, and the fact that Roman Reigns can get Jey Uso to a point where he's going to be main eventing fucking SummerSlam, bro. I don't know what's gonna happen because it's liable to anything to happen. Jimmy could kick fucking Jey in the face. <laughs> I Doubt don't it. know. Doubt it. I hope not. That's um, not- it, it just but, that type of swerve makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that. It, it goes. It goes along with like Seth turning on the Shield the night after they beat Evolution. You know what I mean? Like it. it it's. It, they don't mention it, that part no more. <laughs> it is. It's giving me Nikki Bella turning on Brie Bella at SummerSlam a number of years ago. Yeah, um, like they, that. That type of shit is Vince shit. Like you, you notice for the Seth turn, they don't mention that they beat Evolution the night before. They never mention that. It, it just seems like it's a random. It was a random Ro, uh, Roman Reigns Randy Orton match that night and then that's all they really bring up right so like i, I need people to to chill you're getting your baby face usos because you need a baby face tag team on that show uh mm-hmm. it, and that's just really what it is i just i i i, I kept seeing the swerve part i'm like why do y'all want swerves that y'all really don't want <laughs> like y'all yeah. really don't want that <laughs> like that's not something you really want i do think that there will be somebody introduced to the to the to the bloodline though i really do mm. they got more of them you know, you know who I think it'll be. Who? Brock Lesnar. Wow, that would be insane. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar for the simple fact that if you're if if it's true and we're gonna get Brock Cody, and Cody beats Brock, why would Brock not say if you can't beat him, join him? Like like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't face you no more anyway. I think they could they could make a real compelling argument that that Heyman sees Brock lose and he's like he's like Brock, you don't want to be a fossil. You don't want to be an afterthought to these motherfuckers like Cody and Seth and all these people. Join up with Roman. And then they could rule both shows. Mhm. Um you get, you get Heyman on both shows. That's just my pie in the sky thinking. I know it sounds crazy, you know, don't kill me. I'm just, you know, that's my pie in the sky thinking. Well, with the world championship and all the other stuff like that, also comes the money in the bank matches. Mm-hmm. That opening match, I mean, 
and we gotta get to we're gonna get to my why y'all mad segment at this part. It's been a couple weeks, but it's still here. Okay. Damian Priest wins this match, the rightful winner, especially story wise, and also the right winner just in general. Like the man can go. He's just he can go. Yeah, like He's why the- they acting like he ass? Like I don't understand. <laughs> People. Or Bron- and so this is my why y'all mad thing. L.A. Knight. Mm, here we go. I like L.A. Knight. I like that he um, brings his presence and is someone that is a uh, who cares about his presence on the show. Because there's not a lot of people who care about that. People just care about the matches. But he very much so cares about his presence on the show. And I get that y'all have enjoyed the presence as well. L.A. Knight has done nothing <laughs> yet <laughs> on the main roster. He survived a Fiend feud. I'm like, well, good. <laughs> y'all don't even mention Y'all going to put that in one of the worst matches of the year, bar none. Especially by the time it hits December. Like, you'd be talking about Mountain Dew and all this other shit. And they haven't had a sponsored match since then, which is another telling thing. Um, LA Knight hasn't done anything yet and not to say that he can't do anything but it was never the time it was never that serious <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying Um, he needs time to cook we need to see him in the ring We need to, before you can crown him and give him an opportunity where he could be world champion you need to at least see what he can bring to somebody else and himself Mm-hmm. Put him in the ring in an extended feud against Theory. Put him in the extended feud against if you want to go Logan Paul, go Logan Paul. Put him in extended feud against anybody. To be real with you, he has not had an extended. He has been wrestling the New Day, <laughs> fucking. Um, I think the Mysterious LWO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has been firmly mid carding it up <laughs> on SmackDown. Um, the reactions are there. I'm glad that people seem to have fallen in love with him and stuff like that. But just be clear, nothing has happened yet. There's no reason to be upset that he did not win this match. He's not done shit yet. (laughs) I I get why people are mad because people just love people just know that or or not know, but they love the sense of like WWE going against what they're going to do and going with what the crowd wants. Right. But the thing Mm -hmm. is, is he ain't going to lose any crowd reactions as you can see if he doesn't win the fucking match. He's going to still get the same crowd reactions. Like, I've seen people saying he's the most over babyface on the show. And I'm like, you put him next to Cody Rhodes, I promise you he's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I promise you he is not. And that's why they wouldn't do that. Because they're smart. They're, they're, they're playing smarter. I'm not saying that. Here's my one thing with it, though, Mills. He needs to stop. He doesn't need to be a heel anymore. And I think that's really why the, it's going to take a minute. Because now they have to slowly pull him back from those programs now because they see yeah. they, they're not getting the intended reaction that they wanted from him anymore as a heel. And honestly, if you want to be, keep it a hundred, the reason why he became a babyface is because he was, he was, he was facing off against Bray Wyatt who people were kind of over at that point anyway. That's really where it started was, was, was that Bray Wyatt feud where they were like, yo, this is bullshit. We like LA Knight. I agree. Like they, it, they just were not seeing it. And, I think people do need to calm down. I think this is not this is not a Daniel Bryan. This is not a Zack Ryder. Is that like y'all? There's a there's a there's a sense of histrionics with with wrestling fans in general where they just cannot let shit go, and we know this. But why can't we just let the LA Knight thing play out before we actually judge it? You know what I mean? Like I I'm not mad he lost. I think he's gonna turn out fine. This guy's in his he's this guy's a lot older than people think. Like he understands the game. He knows what's up. So he also had interviews this week, and I don't want to like shit on him but because he you know he talked about kind of like his first run when he was um max dupree and essentially he was put in that position because he's a little bit older i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i get it introducing a a pretty much you're introducing a new star to them and he's kind of on the older side yeah i get why they chose to go that route you know what I'm saying? He's not when you introduce a lot of these guys, these Cameron Grimes, these Indy Hartwells, these all this they all kind of like trend younger, and WWE is trying to trend younger, to be honest with you. 
I get why they introduce him in that kind of role because he is a little bit older. You're pretty much introducing this is like Batista plus five years. You're introducing a new character to WWE as he's 41 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I'm looking at his Wikipedia, and someone put in uh, uh, LA Knight is generally considered to be one of the best talkers in the modern era of professional wrestling. What? Yeah, nah. He's great. Listen, he's great. Can we chill with the gas? Yeah. Like, Jesus relax. Christ! He cut up. He he ain't even been up there with Roman or Cody or any or anybody yet. My my boy, shout out to my boy. Um, I love you, but. I, I was just like, no, you're wrong. He said he was upset that LA Knight didn't win. And what did, what did our text conversation say? <laughs> he said something like, um, I said, LA Knight is popular as hell, but he's not in, that impressive in the ring and actually hasn't had a, any motion since the Brave View. And he responds with, were Rock or Austin really impressive in the ring, though? And I said, yes. <laughs> I said, absolutely, yes. <laughs> and then he was like, you're probably right. I'm being blinded by the persona. <laughs> how? But how are you blinded? That's what I'm thinking. How are you blinded by the persona? Not, not, no disrespect to your friend, but like, how, how is anyone blinded by the persona? It's like, we've, we've seen great talkers before. But we're in a different era. Like, like you absolutely have to be able to talk, but they have to be, you know, have to be in programs. And the thing is, and, and my big question is also, who is he leapfrogging right now to get to where y'all want him to be? He's leapfrogging people that y'all like, that y'all actually legitimately like. You just want to leapfrog Booker? The only person I think he should leapfrog right now is, is Austin Theory, who I think is on a boat alone in the arctic right now he has he's cold as shit and, and no one's helping him ain't no pretty deadly saving that motherfucker i'll tell you that they on their own wave they on their own wave right now and i and i think they're they should they should absolutely stay away from that that fucking heat vacuum like the the awesome theory is i i think i'm i think i'm a bit tired of, of lipo in this situation this guy needs to get the title off of him anyway I'm mad also, at Austin Theory. Yeah, I'm, I'm also mad at Austin Theory. But I think it'll... I don't know. They seem to have, like, way... They seem to be very hot and cold with him. And I think it'll get back to where it needs to at some point. Um, spun off of this match. I mean, maybe we'll... I don't know. We'll get into Raw. Um, <laughs> I was going to say spinning off of that match. Um, women's Muddy in the Bank ladder match. EO Sky... I knew there was no one else. <laughs> Nobody else. Like, like like we said on the show last week, Becky, Trish, and Zoe canceled each other out as we thought, and the the uh, these handcuffs became the great equalizer. Um, I thought EO just looked like a star this whole match. She, she, I, I think one thing with great EO, finish, great fucking finish, really good finish. But I think with EO, she needs to calm down with the uh, baby face mannerisms during the matches, yo. She's giving it away too much. Hmm. She's giving it away I, way too much. She's 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 she's, see that. she's she's drawn to the crowd um in a not antagonistic way when she's doing the 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 moonsault. She's doing all the type of stuff. Like I get you in the moment, but like she she's she's I get it. She's excited to to be doing the babyface spots again. And she was very much a babyface in, in the in the match. Like I, I love the part where Bailey uh double crossed her, but I was a little bit less enthused about her going right back to bailey and helping her right after that i thought that was a confusing part of the match to me what yeah was i agree she just and then the press conference as well was like now nah, be straight that was like, yeah Word. it was very strange but um that was that was my only gripes about it, is that eo she, she should still be kind of laying into the heel stuff until it's time for her to actually be a baby face no, Trish Stratus. Um, I mean, Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Yes, please. Let's talk about Trish. <laughs> Can we just talk about like how crazy it is that she is, um, and 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 you know, like she's forty seven years old, pulling this off right now. And I, I think she's on her that, edge shit right now. She's on her edge. She she's working, and for her to be in that first ladder match, um, she took that that she could have just said fuck this after her nose got got looked like broken, um, uh, but she didn't, and she and she went along with it, and and I fought. Listen. All the respect in the world for her wanting to, wanting to tough it out with these these young ladies and 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 really making herself look impressive there too. I agree. It's a. Is this was this the best women's money in the bank match to you? I, honestly, I can't remember a lot of them. I'm going to say in terms of like making sense, this is the best for me. 
okay. they had big spots. I think it's big spots. I think um, I don't know if I'm gonna get crucified. I think women <laughs> they seldom do what Zelina did in that match, um, which I completely understand because shit hurts. Scary, bro. And shout out to Zoe once again. I'm calling MVP for her again. She was the glue that was making a lot of them shit that that shit work and and, and makes sense. Um her head going through one of the rungs after the sunset flip was fucking frightening but she yeah. made it she made it look like it was the most crushing like she was out of the match for the rest of the match and i was like makes a lot of sense <laughs> i was like that that you're not getting up from that yeah no absolutely um just great shit overall um, um the return of of drew mcintyre drew drew mac comes back after the gunther matt riddle match which is to me a gentleman's uh squash but uh, <laughs> You ain't wrong. Um, I what what are you thinking here with with, with Gunther and, and 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 Drew here? Like what are we, what are we thinking? The, the, the rumor was and Triple H, of course, is going to play. He's going he's not going to play to the to the to the dirt sheets and and confirm what they were saying. But the rumors was that Drew wanted to be in a big program. But so what what do you think putting him with Gunther is is doing for him now? I think we're sending him off from Faceland. <laughs> In a big way. Okay. Okay. And welcoming him into heel country after he loses this match. Yes. That's what I think too. I think he loses. And I think Seth is on the way for him after this judgment day stuff uh wraps up. I agree. I think, yeah, we'll we we're gonna see that I, it could happen as soon as the raw after SummerSlam, to be honest with you. I would I quite I would quite honestly be okay with Drew beating Seth come September. Because My thing what, is, what you could do here, what you could do here, hear me out, hear me out. What you could do here, walk with me, walk with me. What you okay. could do here, you could have Drew beat Seth, have Drew hold it all the way up to November, and have your program going into uh, Roy Rumble be um, Damian cashing in on Drew, winning the title from him, and then having a feud with those two. I could see that. Do we think, all right, the money in the bank briefcase is always a slick thing, right? Yeah, albatross, if you will. Do we cash it in before Mania? Because the Mania is going to, the Mania main event is going to main event whether you have a briefcase or not. Listen, or the do main, they, let's, be, let's be honest. Cody and Roman are main eventing that show. Yeah. <laughs> the second night. That's fine. The world championship match, they will blow up that briefcase at any point in time if they need to essentially <laughs> and i think they've done it literally like the past like three fucking years yeah they did it with biggie blew that shit up sorry to biggie great moment but they blew that shit up they did it with miz in like record time <laughs> they did it like before mania he really lost like march 1st <laughs> yeah um they did it with who the fuck did they do it last year with oh theory Theory was the ultimate. God, I don't even consider that a blow up, but they blew that shit up too. It was like, we don't want nothing around our, what the fuck we doing? So it remains to see what they do with this, but um, I like your idea. I, I like still, it a lot. And I still feel like Finn, but the thing is, if you want Gunther to get it, Finn got to get it either now or later. <laughs> like, Finn, like Finn will have to get it now or later. Or, or, oh my God. What if Finn beats Seth and then Damian catches him? But then Drew has to turn heel. I feel like they wouldn't do that. I feel like Damian Priest is going to be the face in this situation. So they wouldn't have him cash in on his friend. But he can certainly cash in on Seth Rollins and take the moment away from Finn. And that kind of be like how things go on. Like if your um, idea that Gunther is going to be facing off with someone for that title, it would have to be a baby face by the time uh, April rolls around. And if it's it'll probably be Priest, Seth, you think Seth's going to get it back? Yeah. Okay. It'll probably be Seth. I think Seth <laughs> is the most dependable. Seth versus Gunther hasn't been done yet, and I think that's a match that people would kill. This actually might have been done, but it has um, been. It was done before. It was done during that period when NXT was on the main roster. But you know, nobody remembers that shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Niggas um, that's ready for that title, and I don't know how that everyone's gonna have time to get it. Like hey, Cody is relatively like clean here because he's said openly that title is not the title that I'm that I'm that that I was supposed to win. 
And then he tried to clean it up too. <laughs> he tried to politic his way out of that. He was like, you know, that would be a great match. Seth gave me a birthday cake. <laughs> um, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Let's clap, clap it up to them. Grown man for squashing the beef. Clap it up. Hey for man, them. Squash it. Everybody getting money. Why the fuck are we beefing? You know? Seth, Seth did it because he, he got what he wanted. He got he what like, he wanted. <laughs> I'm that nigga now. Fuck out of here. Um, Cody versus Dom was cool. It was cool. Um, I, I mean, no complaints there. It wasn't a bad match. No yeah. Complaints. The now the turn of the century. <laughs> and by turn of the century, I mean what the fuck is this? Um, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez are the new tag team champions because Shayna Baszler turns on Ronda Rousey, seemingly out of nowhere. Until Monday. Did you see what Plus said about this in the Discord? No. About the Raw, about the promo on Raw? Oh, I like the promo. No, 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 no. He didn't say anything bad about it. Okay. He said something that I thought was actually funny. He said, they cut this promo on AEW every week. (laughs) Every (laughs) fucking week. And I couldn't help but laugh because it's so fucking true. Shout out to Plus. Um, they cut that promo every week. Listen, it's a shame. Anybody who turns on Rhonda is the face in the situation because Rhonda, I don't know if Rhonda needs to get an ailment. I don't know if Rhonda needs to have so, one arm removed. She's so hateable, y'all. She's so, so hateable. It, it's, it's not even hateable. They just, I guess they just don't like her more than other people. I I mean, but when you really think about it, that that's a good that's a good story for her to have is that like any match with her, you want somebody to beat her because it's gonna make that person. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's gonna make you if you if they you know if if she's if she gets beaten by you. Um, right. I guess we could kind of spin off. I think I think we talked about everything on the show, other than the Judgment Day stuff, which which continued on on Raw anyway. But yeah, I mean, let's, let's go to Raw. Let's get to that promo. Let's get to that promo because I, I I don't want I definitely don't want to forget that or the Ricochet stuff, but um. The the promo that Shayna cut, let me just be clear, her best promo ever, because you felt the frustration. And the thing, the reason why that, you know, even though that was an AEW as promo, I, I, <laughs> that is true. Um, but it, it, you don't hear that a lot on WWE TV, but you also heard, heard the, the frustration in Shayna's voice. And I think that there, there's a there's a there's a good um, grievance to be had there. Um, I, I, I don't think did. she answered. I don't think she answered the question about why they would become tag team champions and then do all this shit afterwards. I think that'll come. I think that I think that'll happen. I and, and you know the 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 story, as as according to to Meltzer, is that this was supposed to be a slow burn, but Ronda has some sort of a hard out in her contract. And, and again, like when you talk contract stuff in Meltzer, he gets proven wrong left and right lately. But if that is the case, it makes sense why they have to go ahead and do this program now. Hey man, they spit this shit the fuck up, bro. Even the raw program, I felt like the raw I'm promo with, was like. I'm with it because I'm with. Oh, you thought that Shannon shouldn't have come out, or like they should have waited one more week before they did it. Let her talk. What the? <laughs> but I guess I don't know. They was gonna boo her anyway, so I guess they don't need to. Yeah, I, I, I and again, it gives us it gives them something to do, especially Shayna, who like I, I think I think we both like Shayna, right? Like I, I like I like Shayna. I like Shayna uh, in ring. I don't know. I'm wishy washy, but I like Shayna. I think generally she do, she gets the job done in what she in what she performs and, and how she does things. And I think if you're giving her a big singles program with Ronda Rousey that you guys have been waiting to do, we've been waiting for that shoe to drop for such a long time. So be it. You know what I mean? Like like let let's do it. I think with Ronda, she needs something to fucking do. She has been aimless for the past year. And but that's a, that's her own accord, though. Like, she literally was like, I'm pretty sure they were like, so we're going to put you in the women's championship match. And she's like, I don't want this shit. I want to yeah. do my Shayna shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And 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 again, like, if this is what but, you want, make, right. let, make the best of it. So even in, even on, like, for instance, like, all the stuff on social media about her, um, her match getting cut, you in the mid card now, baby. <laughs> this is what yeah. you wanted. <laughs> You and yeah, that shit would happen. Shit shit happens to everybody in the mid card. You never had your match cut before, probably because your ass was in the main event. (laughs) 
now there are a couple matches that Ronda needs to have before she gets on out of here, and, and one of them being I need to see the I need to see the the, the Charlotte run back. I need to see the Bianca Belair match, and I'm sorry, y'all need to squash whatever y'all got. I need to see the the Becky run back, bro. I need to see that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what? I don't think she's completely done. Um, so it can still be on the table, but I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Now, also on Raw, we Raw was a declaration. There was a lot of declarations on Raw. This was a very women's heavy show, which hey man, everybody was on it. I, I thought it was cool that, that the women got such a showcase. You had Maxine Dupree, Rhea, Natty, tag team turmoil, uh, the aforementioned Ronda and Shayna stuff, and that all happened within those within those three hours, which which was really really cool to me. Yo, Sonya Deville and Chelsea what? Green running the gauntlet. <laughs> Fuck, yo! I'm at least like, yo, shout out Indy Hartwell for for coming back so fast off of that fucking debilitating injury that she had. Shout out to and again, giving a lot to Caden and and and, and Katana, or Caden's the same person. Katana and, and what the whatever Casey too. Uh, <laughs> giving a lot to them. They did some crazy shit in that match. You see that move they did to Sonya? I, I would have been like, hell no. After them busting your ass on that rope, yeah, I would have been hell no. Fuck out of here. But but um. I, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is meals. This is the same program they were in before Liv got injured. Yo, they ran through everybody. <laughs> I was crying. I was like, "What is going on here?" These motherfuckers like the young bucks. Like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, they are. If you need someone who's hated, Sonya Deville is. She is good at what she does. Make someone hated. <laughs> make someone else hate it i have been a staunch defender of this program of not the program of, of this division and let me just tell you they had teams they had fucking teams but i was a staunch but but it was like so much of it was just gaga shit where it's just like okay so now nikki is going to be mad at indy and now all this stuff is like this like what what does this program take place at like where, where does this happen it only happens in backstage vignettes do something with this program already like indy's back nikki should go somewhere else you have Tegan Knox on the show. I'm hyped because I'm like, bro, yeah, finally Tegan Knox on the show. You, she, they found her in catering, and she gets teamed up with fucking Dana Brooke instead of Emma. That's the, the like, what are yeah. y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, Dana Brooke, like, fuck out of here. They don't even respect her in fucking <laughs> on Tuesday, bro. <laughs> funniest shit on NXT is I didn't want to tap out. Is the funniest shit? <laughs> I didn't want to tap out, nigga. You tapped out. Get out of here. Uh, anyway, this gripe on on Raw, it was that tag team gauntlet was just not it. Hey man, my favorite thing on Raw, and this is normally never said, mm-hmm. that I women's world championship match was yeah. a fucking banger and a half. I went, you know, I don't rate matches. I went four on that. <laughs> Natty, I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm sorry. I got to see this again. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm crying. I'm I'm lying. She's done this for like two decades. Like at yeah. this point, let me just say, let me give her a props. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. You you did your thing, and they proved the theory that you make the Rhea matches a thing. You make them an attraction, and people they they dig it. And they got a long. It was it two commercial breaks for this match. Listen, Natalia was fighting for her fucking life. <laughs> she was going like that. This match. At any point, I thought it could have been over, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. And there was a lot of things that were done in this match, and it's great that they didn't have more money in the bank because maybe it would have gotten overshadowed by another match. But this match is, it's like, to me, in terms of like women's match of the year, it's probably Charlotte and Rhea is still the top of the crop. Um, and then maybe Bianca and Io is still pretty fucking high too this is like third mm-hmm. this is good as fuck it's really good it's it's really good and, and, and again like it shows the gulf of talent like Rhea is really fucking crisp in there and she was against somebody else who was a fucking crisp worker and it worked i love the the leg wrap with the headbutt yeah yeah mm. fire ass moves Rhea was pulling out moves we haven't seen before that she, that, that she was doing and i'm like again you have to make it. You, if you see this every week, you start to get. It starts to dull in your senses, and it's good to have one woman at least on the roster that that feels like a spe- like a fucking big deal when she actually wrestles. You know what I mean? And again, you're you're starting to get the 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 um the Raquel thing going now. 
which should also be amazing. They're familiar with each other. They're they're good friends. Let let let's pull the trigger on that. Let's go. Let's 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 get real working and and working up to that Becky feud because that's that's coming, Neil, sooner than later. That's that's about to happen. Hey man, Yo pulled up on Raw. I was like, it could be you, and she was like, bitch, I wish you would. <laughs> I nah, wish you nah. fuck her. Holla at, at the mother. Holla at your mother. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Uh, opening opening of the show, you you get the you get Seth Rollins come out to a tremendous pop. Like, never heard anything so crazy in my life with Seth Rollins. No one's ever cheered this nigga like this until <laughs> until Cody comes out. <laughs> he that said, "Let me was different." He said, let me show you how to do this shit. They singing songs, eh? Let me let me let me show you songs with words. No. <laughs> that woe was different. And then Twice, that, three times. Shout, shout out to that little black kid who was crying. He was like, I, I got him now. Watch this. Yeah, he, he gonna see me. He gonna see me, bro. Hey man. They had it. Go ahead. How scared were you? I was not scared. I thought it was awesome as fuck. I thought okay. it was amazing. And like I thought I knew it would be a fake out because I'm like, they're not gonna do this. I, I was firmly like they're still gonna do the Finn thing. Um But I thought the moment was great for the live crowd. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh bro, uh, what 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 do we what do you want to talk about? And then Brock comes out and then on site, on site Cody. How yeah, does Cody do this? In his gear, go up to the back, change it to his suit, and then go into another promo. <laughs> Nigga just Superman Clark Kent on this bitch, man. I love it. I love it. So uh, Cody says, um, Cody says, uh, I'll fight Brock here. I'll fight Brock there. I'll fight Brock anywhere. <laughs> it's the Dr. Seuss. Uh, and then we, I, I guess we're rolling into that this third match. They're 1-1. And uh, I'm waiting to see what the actual stipulation is going to be here. I, I, I've heard there's supposed to be a stipulation to this match. I heard so, too. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Cody wants a dog collar match. They say no. We'll, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> I feel like they're not going to say no. Triple H is going to be like, all right. <laughs> Dog collar match would be crazy in the WWE. <laughs> Triple H will be a guy. They haven't done one of these matches in a long time. Like it, it, I, they can't do like a Detroit street match, a street fight, or some shit like that. I'm like, hey, what? hey man, dog collar matches might be how Detroit gets down, bro. This shit yeah. might be. <laughs> I think a dog collar matches. I think of Detroit for sure. I think if Brock says that he's down with the dog collar match, he did the dog collar match, and I know, I know if Mox sees this, he'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, hey man, <laughs> don't break, kid. But the through line of this is the furthering issues that are simmering between the Judgment Day. Uh, Judgment mm-hmm. Day were looking for, looking for Finn the whole mat, the whole night, and Dominic says, "You know what? I'm going to take my shot, and I'm going to go against Seth Rollins as a ploy to get uh, Damian to cash in his money in the bank." Uh, they have a it was a it was like a short match it was like nine minutes um, between Dom and Seth, uh, and Damian interrupts the match and he's about to cash in and Finn Balor out of nowhere just so happens to stop the cash in. He was not seen before at any point of the show. They couldn't get in contact with him until mm-hmm. the main event when the cash in was about to happen. So if this is a Judgment Day breakup, do they all break up or only only them and Damian? It will be which side do we choose kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It will be a Finn Balor, y'all, I'm the leader of this group, and Damian Priest, like, this nigga's tripping. And then um, Rhea and Dom will have to try to figure out which side they should go to. And then that will be the basis of the feud, to be honest with you. Could go into Mania. I think Dom and Rhea spin off a la, like, um, who who when when the when the corporation broke up, there was a couple like mini factions that broke off into their own thing. It'll be like that. Okay. Like Dom and Rio will be their own Eddie and uh China and then uh Triple H in China. Or yeah, Triple H in China though. <laughs> hey man. Listen. You're wild, nigga. Uh and then Finn and, and I would guess Big Head JD will be the new judgment day. <laughs> Honestly, uh. what what would, what would you think of a judgment day that was Finn? JD and the Creeds. The Creeds. I'd be yeah. I'd, I'd under I'm like, yo, what are the Creed? I don't know. I'm not sure about the Creeds, but 
Creed is a is a dark ass name. Like Creed is a is a Creed is a dark ass name, but it's also powerful. I don't know. Creed's is we didn't give too much away. Oh shit. Oh wow. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> but we should, I don't give I kinda wanna give it away. I don't really give I don't really give a fuck. My bad. This show comes out Wednesday. This show comes out Wednesday. <laughs> Creed's coming whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, dog. Um, um Ricochet and Logan Paul. Is this a is this a marquee match? And and are you happy for Ricochet for getting this match? I can tell he's happy for this match because he wore that suit. <laughs> <laughs> With that chain. With that chain. Yeah. Listen, the first thing I saw him in the they had the little SummerSlam thing with all the cars. I was like, what's Ricochet doing in this commercial? <laughs> I was like, what's my nigga? There's a fly suit, but what the fuck is he doing in this commercial? Um we had a conversation about Ricochet and him continuing this this momentum going forward. And as much as I want to be annoyed that they just straight dropped the Bronson Reed stuff between him and Nakamura, I'm fine with him going to Logan Paul and not having having to deal with that shit and and all of that. Like I'm cool. you need these kind of matches. I mean, I think Ricochet, Logan Paul, SummerSlam, a spectacle, um, mm-hmm. internet breaking all types of other extra shit. This is going to be his WWE version of the Will Ospreay match. Wow. I okay. said it. Okay. Lipo. I'm going to let that We got Will Ospreay at home. <laughs> Ricochet, Ricochet, is going to, Ricochet is going to have to prove that he can hang on the mic and he, that he can hang in all aspects because this is essentially another pro versus kind of Joe type deal, right? Where it's like, you're a pro at this and, and how are we going to make this happen? But the storytelling, the the continuity of them continuing this from Royal Rumble all the way to now is just insane. Yeah, no, I think it's a. I think this has been planned for a while. Mm-hmm. I think this has been on, and I think Logan Paul has probably wanted to do this for a while too. Um, especially if you have an opportunity where it's like I can give some everyone who's gave their shine to me, maybe I can give some shine to this guy, get him on the right track somewhere. Yeah, because I think Ricochet, Ricochet is definitely. To me, somebody that in the in in the future they need to be focusing on in terms of like new guys that 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 come up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also got another one of my faves, The Miz. Oh, absolutely sc- scorched the earth on that promo. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, the last person who called me a coward isn't here anymore. Who's <laughs> who is that? Brian Danielson, nigga. <laughs> He's not the one who sent them out. <laughs> he might. He might. No. Fuck out of here. He, he, he gonna put Everybody. He's like, you call me a loser. Everybody who's ridden my coattails and turned on me, look at where they're at. I don't even know where half these niggas is at. <laughs> Are you excited for this no disqualification? Listen, Raw next Raw this week was good. Raw next week sounds like it's gonna be an all timer because there's a lot of there's a lot of bangers next week. It's a it's a good fucking show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it immensely. Um, we also yeah. get on next week's Raw, which was set up this week. Uh, Becky versus uh, Zoe Stark for the first time, which should be what an in, what an indictment for how much faith they have in Zoe Stark to to pull this one off. I agree, and I think um, I think the back and forth promo. Did what it was supposed to do. Um, Trish again knows thing. I mean, this is she's gonna get massive heat off of that. And I think Zoe Stark. Yeah, I mean, this the Zoe Stark Trish Stratus combination has just proven to be great, just on a weekly basis. It's it's good for all parties. Everybody's winning. Yeah, I I and I <laughs> Trish couldn't sound mean if she tried, yo. Like nah, it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's some Canadian shit, bro. Like <laughs> she's trying hard, bro. She she's trying. hard hard yo and i i think that it, it's it's like so funny to see her with the nasally because like the, the mask is like over her nose so she sounds super nasally she was great here though I, I thought she was she was dope um again what i'm loving on raw is that they're continuing these stories and, the, and the, they're making sense and one of the biggest to me kind of success stories of that is this maxine dupree stuff i think the maxine dupree is, is incredibly entertaining i'm sorry it's good got that woman you see the soles of that woman's feet i was like oh no nah, not in my house <laughs> <laughs> you stay outside 
you stay outside um valhalla if that's your the, real name the work she's putting in the the character work she's putting in she is doing t- stuff here she's to me that is, yeah that that's just way better than what she would have been doing if she stayed as a valet and and i think if you get her active you could be looking at another like you know what i mean like I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. If she continues on the way she that she looks right now, she might be better than Shotzi in a week. <laughs> Let's just keep it on it. She's she's working. I I can foresee her as. I think. I mean, if she wants to really move forward with like the in ring stuff like that, she can kind of do that. I can still kind of see her as the valet kind of like diva esque, bringing that kind of flavor to the show. Um, because I do think there's a lane for that in this show with like everyone who's like we're all workers and she's just like but i'm pretty um and then she also has like a lot of things i like i looked at her like instagram she has her own company like her own boutique and yeah. shit i was like yo she she don't hustle yeah she don't need this she does not nah, need not this shit. so she's doing it for the love of the game <laughs> at this point and she's just winning at it so shout out to maxine dupree shout out to american alpha um american alpha it's american alpha right yeah, American Alpha. No. Yes, but, but shout I, out to Gable uh, alone, who probably is is partially the reason why she's as good as she is right now. She's been she's been training with him, training with, training with Natty. Hey, Amen. It, it it's 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 looking good, and 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 complain all you want. Like this is the type of on the job training that they need to have. Like like she she came out from NXT. They they she wanted to give it I'm a chance. Bugging Alpha Academy. <laughs> you said American Academy, and I said yes. Uh, yeah, I said American Alpha. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was the one with the black dude in it. Um, the black dude. Come on, man. He's produced some of your favorite matches this year. Hey, man. Shout out to Jason Jordan. If that's your real name. But did it, is there anything else that happened on Raw that we missed here? I don't think so. Nah, I think everything. Yeah, I think we got. Listen, we got everything. Yeah. This show got, is, if you if you on Patreon, this show is damn near two hours. So um, <laughs> it is two. I think it, it is two hours. Um, thank you guys for for listening. This Friday we get the we get the second tribal court with uh, Roman Reigns on the stand between the Usos. Classic, classic on the way. Uh, let's just say that it's, it's, it's about to be another classic. Um, and then next week we got a, we got a stacked episode of Raw, so we're going into SummerSlam territory here, and we got our three hundredth episode coming up too. So um, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I'm cool with three hundred just being an episode, Mills. I'm cool with it as well. I, th- I think two hundred, two hundred was like that line that we crossed where we was like, okay, oh fuck, and now we're just kind of look at that. Niggas mad that, that I'm cool with that outside. N- niggas might be, but we'll see. Right. We'll see. We'll figure something out. But uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. This week, there's going to be an episode of Spot Colors coming out about Bret Hart wrestling with shadows. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Me and Cyrus go over an hour on on that documentary, and, and it's really cool to talk about uh, the Montreal Screwjob for. The last time. Nakamura. Hey, quick question. What you thought about that little Uzi Nakamura shit? Ass. What's the what's what's the business behind it? What do you think is the business behind it? The business? Um I think it is definitely possible that if he needed a clearance, that, that was the the WrestleMania thing was definitely a way for him to get a clearance for that because because uh WWE usually doesn't clear their themes for anything. So I I would see that Nick I could see that Nick Khan probably say, Oh, you want to clear Uzi? Sure, you're part of the family now. And they're going to be in Philly next year. They're going to be in Philly next year, so it all, it all makes sense. Hey, Amen. Listen, knowing from, knowing from experience and knowing from from someone who works, knowing from someone who works with them quite often, they do not clear anything. They want you on their shit. So for them to clear that song, I'm sure Uzi sees very little from it. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure the moment itself is pretty cool. But the song the song is terrible. Can we can we stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, okay, um, I think that's it for the show. Yeah, so check check us out uh, on Spot Callers later this week. Uh, check Cyrus and Quan out this week as well for their Fight Forever review. And if you're on Patreon, they're going to have a video review of the game coming out on Patreon very, very soon as well. Uh, please have a safe and healthy and fun July 4th. Please stay out the heat or the rain wherever you are right now. And I will see you guys next week on the A-Show. Peace.